Hey, what's going on, everybody? It is Monday, 7 o'clock p.m., sharp Eastern Standard Time. Just want to welcome you back. My name is Andre Anderson. I'm both host and founder of this wonderful company, BSTL. And of course, by now you should know it means building something that lasts. I hope you're keeping well. The weather is a whole lot better. Um, it's We're completely out of winter now. Yes, it's been raining a little bit, but look, summer is around the corner and I hope you're getting summer ready. You know what I mean. You know exactly what I mean. Uh, so anyways, I'm excited today. I got a great, great friend um, online with us for this conversation. We've known each other for a long time, a very, very long time. Uh, let me just tell you what his name is. I'm sure you've heard it before, but at least let me say it out loud before he jumps in and comes in on this conversation. His name is Kevin Cameron. I mean, if there is a guy that has gifts in all kinds of different areas, uh, it is certainly this guy. So, Kevin, welcome, welcome, welcome. Oh, man, I'm so happy to be here with you, Andre. I appreciate the invitation to talk. Well, you know what? Uh, I'm excited to have you on here because um, I know that, uh, I, well, look, we used to work with each other. Each other. Uh, we went to rivaling uh, churches when we were kids. Uh, we couldn't stand your church. You couldn't stand our church. Um, but somehow in the midst of that, because we love the Lord, we've been able to set aside um, our differences. Now, because For I knew sure. you were coming on um, today, um, I could have read an entire bio on you. Um, and it, it would be a great bio for all of the different things that you've uh, done uh, throughout the years. Um, but I thought maybe, if it's okay with you, uh, that you would just tell us two things, like two memorable things uh, that you'd like the uh, listeners here on this podcast to know about you. Absolutely, I will. Um, I'm happy to say that um, in my short life, because I'm young, <laughs> I have experienced a whole career in education, mm -hmm. uh, almost 19 years in different, um, I was a teacher, an English teacher, and then I became a principal and uh, of an elementary school, and I was a principal of a high school, and I've been through a lot of, um, a lot of different areas in education, a whole lifetime of, of work in education, so... I'm proud of the time that I spent in education and uh, the relationships that I built, especially the relationships that I built over time and the students I taught and how a lot of them are my friends now. And uh, I love that, that, that point that I am in my life with that. And so education plays a big part in my life. And now I am fortunate to be living my dream. And that is being an entrepreneur and telling stories um, through the lens. So I have my own business called Casey Films and Media, which is a production company. And the majority of the work that I do is really video marketing. So making commercials for businesses mm -hmm. and uh, making the short documentaries for people to tell their stories so that people can learn about more about what they do and start to build trust online so that they can start to convert people and, uh, get some customers to make money <laughs> and uh the true love of of it all is my writing uh screenplays and producing movies and documentaries and stuff like that so i'm fortunate enough to be doing that full time 
Yeah. And, you know, um, Kevin, I, let me just say this, because many years ago, um, when we were working together in the school system, um, I had a chance to be in your world uh, when you would have made your first um, film. And that thing was so good. Like, it was really, really good. Not just the film itself. Um, I think the way that you galvanized people and brought people together, uh, the way that you used your students, um, and even the way that you attacked um, using technology in, in a space where I think the technology may not necessarily been seen as, as a major piece, especially in ministry and, and those kinds of things. I just remember thinking to myself, this guy is um, completely out of this world, right? I mean, in, in our context, in uh, Toronto, Canada, uh, you were the first person that I could honestly say uh, that I knew uh, that was making films. Like, I, I know some actors, so that I knew, um, but somebody mm -hmm. behind the camera that's saying, and action, and writing it, and editing it, and all of that different stuff. Look, let me just say this. If I haven't said it, uh, I think publicly it's always good to give people flowers um, while they can smell it and, and the accolades while they can still hear it. I'm really proud of what you have meant to our community. Maybe you should uh, give a little bit of context in terms of your background background. Um, maybe that would be helpful to give people a context to our conversation today. Sure, sure. Uh, well, first let me say thank you for that. That, that kind meant a lot to me and it was foundational. And when I think of some of my core memories, uh, the making of Hush was a, is a core memory. And uh, I remember how I felt. I remember a lot of great things, uh, great feelings about that day, uh, mm -hmm. of the premiere day. Mm -hmm. And um, so, I mean, I am, I am Kevin Cameron again, and I am born of Jamaican parents. I'm mm -hmm. Canadian. I'm a Seventh-day Seventh Adventist. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I'm really a church boy. Like mm -hmm. uh, my my life is surrounded around uh, a church. I, I and I haven't been attending since um, since the pandemic. I haven't been attending like I used to, mm -hmm. mainly because I live in Florida, and mm -hmm. you know I kind of miss um, what church is like in in Toronto mm -hmm. in terms of the community, yeah, like yeah, my yeah. friends, mm -hmm. like, yeah. And then Cleveland, same thing, you know. My good friend was uh, the pastor, and he's just a dynamic preacher. And then the community there it was it was fun. So Florida is not quite like that. So mm -hmm. you know we've been we've been kind of home watching uh, watching Oakwood, where my daughter attends Oakwood University. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, um, Kevin. I, I want us to jump into this today um, mm -hmm. because I think that when I listen to you, you are somebody that embraces change. And when I say change, not just change because, you know, some people change because they're disgruntled, um, they're unhappy, uh, they want to make adjustments because, the, you know, something has soured them. No, um, I have always found you to be a leader that is willing to make whatever adjustments are required. And of course, uh, our first battles would have been on the basketball court. Uh, when you had been playing point um, point guard for your church and I was playing like small forward for my church, I just remember uh -huh. thinking, you know, his style of play, it, it looks different. It's not like how everybody else is dribbling the ball up the court. And, and so from a, uh -huh. a very young age, um, I think one of the things that you really embraced was this idea that as a leader, um, you've got to be able to 
to change and morph and evolve and become whatever you need to be in order to meet the challenge. Can you maybe give us a little bit of a perspective on, you know, your personal mantra? You know, what does that look like for Kevin? Yeah, I love that question um, because uh, I, I have an answer. <laughs> so basically, I I love change, and I don't know how it happened. I don't know why it is that way with me, but I absolutely love change. Just the other day, I was saying to my wife that you know we have one more house, one more move in us, and she she's like, "Oh my goodness, I don't want to move." But I just love the newness of, you know, building a house and, you know, watching the foundation being poured and, mm-hmm. you know, the, watching every, the walls come up. And I, 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 just, I just love it. I love the anticipation of closing day. I love having to furnish the house. Like, I just love that stuff. And, um I, I just embrace change. So that's, it's a difficult thing for a lot of people because um, change um, involves uncertainty yeah. and, and people don't like to feel uncertain and they want to know what's going on. They want to be in control. And one thing about me is I understand, like I'm a vulnerable person. I put myself out there mm-hmm. and um I understand that if I'm going to live a life of change or be open to change or vulnerability, that I'm going to be exposed to either really high highs or I may have to experience some lows. And, and because I don't live in a safe type of cocoon when it comes to, um, you know, life and progressing in life. So here's, here's, Here's my main thing. Mm-hmm. My main philosophy is I want to experience everything that God has for me. Yeah. Every morsel. I don't want to miss a thing. Yeah. And so if that means I have to change and adjust and yeah. grow, yeah. that means I'll do it. Yeah. And if that means that I'm going to have to experience some licks, take some hits on the way, yeah. hey, that's what it's going to have to take. And I'm not afraid of, of, of receiving those. Um, because I think the, the the highs are greater than the lows. I've experienced, uh, uh, you know, some severe lows, mm-hmm. but my highs are far greater than than the lows. So let's talk a little bit about this this idea of uncertainty, right? Because um, I think uncertainty is built into and woven into the fabric of life, right? Like the truth is, mm-hmm. on any particular day. Anything could happen. Um, the birth mm-hmm. of a, a child, uh, the, the death of a loved one, um, getting a pink slip on your job, moving out mm-hmm. of the country, yeah, or finding yeah, yeah, $5 yeah. on the floor that allows you to go to your favorite restaurant and buy a big beef patty and cocoa bread with a cola mm-hmm. champagne. Like mm-hmm. On any given day, mm-hmm. uncertainty is woven into life. So as a leader, mm-hmm. right, because I, I don't see you as a follower, how have you mm-hmm. been able to navigate the uncertainty portion of life? Yeah. Um, basically, for uh, as, a, as a leader, like let's say a leader in a, um, a school system mm-hmm. I, or, or even just my, my business, uh, I, I just always, I'm goal-oriented. Mm-hmm. So... 
um, the, the reality is I won't reach my goals unless I try. Mm-hmm. I won't reach my goals unless I try to reach my goals. And so there is so much uncertainty in just trying to achieve something or will I do it? So let me give you a real world example. Okay. I am making uh, a feature film. It's called Forever is a Long Time. Mm-hmm. And I, I am looking for funding. So mm-hmm. I, the reason why I haven't done it sooner is because I've been a little bit um, nervous about asking people mm-hmm. for contributions to make a movie. Mm-hmm. And I was always thinking that at some point or another, somebody would offer me, mm-hmm. you know, say, hey, I will fund it. Mm-hmm. That day hasn't come. So now I have to take it upon myself to go and make it happen. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking for $60,000 to make this movie. Mm-hmm. And I have to ask people for mm-hmm. money. So, and, and there is a, there is a, a limit on, I did it Indiegogo. So mm-hmm. they, they say you have 40 days to do this, to mm-hmm. make, to meet your goal. Yeah. And I'm in the midst of, and there's a whole bunch of uncertainty mm-hmm. and it feels like, it kind of feels like I'm not going to reach the goal, mm-hmm. but well, hold on. Can but, I pause you? Can I pause you for one yes, second? Yes, yes, Do it here. Yes, yes, uh, yes. Tell us specifically how we can support you. So just plug it here. Cause again, I don't know how far it's going to go by the time we all do our networking and people listen to it. Mm-hmm. You might be able to get some people to come out of this. So just tell us specifically okay. what we need to do here, please. Okay. Well, uh, you can go to my, uh, Facebook, uh, Casey films and media and, or you can go to my Instagram, Casey films media. Uh, just, just how it sounds. KC films with an S media. And uh, it'll have a link in my bio uh, that will take you straight to the Indiegogo page where they are receiving the donations. All right. Continue now. Um, so Meeting the reality is, mm-hmm. yeah, the reality is I may not, I'm uncertain whether I'm going to meet the goal or not. And I kind of feel like I may not reach the goal, mm-hmm. but guess what? I have two things about this. I know that when I step out and do something, Something always comes of it. Right. So I may not reach that particular goal, yeah. but I'll tell you right now, I got a DM from mm-hmm. someone, from okay. a friend who's from um, a friend on my Instagram, and yeah. the person said, hey, Kevin, I see that you're making a movie. My boyfriend is, uh, uh, a few years back, he, he helps people raise money for projects like this. Oh, nice. Here's his phone number. Here's his phone number. I'm happy to, he'll be happy to talk to you. Right. And so uh, along the way, there's always little things that I learned that, you know, I I am so willing to try and fail Mm -hmm. because not trying is the real failure to me. Yeah. Yeah. Say that again. I I agree with you. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the thing though, Kevin. So when I'm hearing you say, all right, uncertainty you're willing to walk the line of uncertainty um but i'm also Mm -hmm. hearing you say that as a leader your vision then is the thing that drives you when uncertainty doesn't necessarily make sense do you want do you want yeah you wrap that up very yeah go go ahead man no 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 i'm saying that you summarized all of my storytelling into the appropriate sentence 
Yes. Okay. Well, then maybe you need to put me in one of your films then. Let the church say amen. <laughs> amen. Yeah, because, you know, the, the struggle is this, um, Kevin, right? Um, the, the uncertainty piece, it's also a part of entrepreneurship, right? Like, mm-hmm. as a teacher, you, you thrived. You did well. I mean, as you were going through a little bit of your resume, like you started as a teacher and then you moved your way up and then now you're not teaching anymore. Um, and so mm-hmm. therefore, you, you know, the uncertainty happens sometimes when you outgrow things. But the idea here mm-hmm. is, is that I think that at every stage, as I observe you as an outsider looking in, I recognize that Kevin is the type of guy that is okay with outgrowing where he is in order to get to the next level. I think that's probably yeah. one of the things that people need to hear about you know, as a change sure. agent and as a leader that yeah. you are, maybe you can help us to understand that a little bit more too. For sure. Happy to share. So um, I think the best way for me to describe this is continue to tell some more stories. So um, a lot of times people are frozen because they fear mm. change and they fear the uncertainty and it cripples their ability to grow Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I was at a crossroads my first 10 years of teaching as I approached the nine-year mark I started to feel like oh my like I need more than just to come and teach and that's the reason why Mm -hmm. um, that's the reason why I was giving myself the extra work because I kind of needed more to to you know, wake up and feel that vigor of life because I was feeling like, okay, yeah, I teach English, but then now what? Because there are other things I want to achieve in life. I want to travel. I want to do this, that, and the other. And my, my teaching job is not, is not going to match up with the things that I want to do in life. Right. So that's why I, that's why I would write plays and, 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 and put on stage plays. I did two of those at the school, and then I did the mm-hmm. movie. I started to feel antsy. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that the opportunity, because I was not necessarily praying about it, but mm-hmm. because God hears and knows me and I'm in relationship with him, yeah. he kind of knows the opportunity started to come. So mm-hmm. I got a call to go to um, Tennessee for a principal job, and... That didn't work out, and while I was that while I was um, on my way there, and we had to turn around, I got another call to go visit a friend in Ohio, mm-hmm. and so I went and I did that, and that turned out to be the offer to come and be the principal of that school in Cleveland, Ohio. Nice. And let me tell you right now, I didn't. Me or my wife did not want to leave Toronto. Mm-hmm. To go to Cleveland, Ohio. Right. That yeah. was not. That was not. You know, something that we really want to do. Mm-hmm. But we, after praying and after hearing God's voice, and um, also I kind of understood that in order for me to grow, I may have to take a step back in terms of my comfort, mm-hmm. and I, I probably had to take, you know, a few uh, hits. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, financially and all of that in order to go to the next level. Mm -hmm. So advancement Mm -hmm. doesn't always mean that you're going to go up. Mm -hmm. Advancement 
sometimes means lateral mm-hmm. or down. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, Kevin, and, yeah. sorry, and I don't mm-hmm. mean to interrupt you, but I think that that's such mm-hmm. a profound um, thing because, you know, the idea that you're, you're pivoting um, and making an adjustment in order to go where you feel divinely led um just the idea or the concept of going horizontally and then down i wouldn't even say backwards because backwards sometimes mm-hmm. is forward right um i, I like yeah, that yeah. you say that because i think some leaders don't take the jump unless they can guarantee that it's up all the way yeah i'll stop there correct correct yeah, and so I was looking at my position as a teacher, and I was looking around the school, and I was like, uh, the way things look here, I'm going to have to probably wait my turn if I ever had aspir- aspirations of being in, in administration. And waiting my turn means, oh, 50, and yeah. I'm 30. Yeah. So that's not going to work for me. Yeah. So I, I you know, I put... <laughs> I put my uh, my toes in different waters. So the the reality is, I did a few things. Mm-hmm. I applied to get my to get my teacher certificate in public school. I applied to York University to do my MFA. Mm-hmm. I applied to Toronto Film School. Mm. I was interviewing for the position in Cleveland, and I accepted a a conversation to be a principal in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. So all of this was happening um, while I was feeling some kind of way about my lack of growth in the school that I was in. Mm-hmm. And so I think for people, I think sometimes they're stagnant. So if they're, if someone is feeling like they want more, mm-hmm. don't wait, mm-hmm. go and go after it. Like, mm-hmm put out an application, go on LinkedIn and and see what people are offering. Like Mm. start something on the side. Like don't just sit there and wait for something to happen to you Mm. because more than likely it's just not going to magically happen. Like you have to put yourself out there. You got to try something. You got to do something. You got to, you know, get your, your, I don't know. I was going to say resume, but I don't know if people use resumes anymore. Like, uh, you know, you got to, you got to do yeah, yeah, you got to do something. Like, you just can't wait. And so when I did all of that, I, not everybody accepted me. Toronto Film School accepted me. Mm-hmm. The t- Tennessee thing, the Tennessee thing, they didn't want to apply for my um, for my work yeah, permit to work yeah. in the state. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they didn't. So that didn't work out. Um, um, York University, for the program, for the MFA, they accept nine people. Mm-hmm. I didn't hear anything. I called them. They said, uh, Kevin, we've sent out online offers. You're number ten. Oh, wow. If someone doesn't, yeah, if someone doesn't accept, you're in. Wow. Everybody accepted. I didn't get in. I really wanted to do that. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I really wanted to do that program. Yeah. And it was difficult. In, in, in that instance, I had I was a behind the eight ball because I didn't do an undergrad in film. Yeah. So yeah. it would have been difficult for me to get in, but they said I was number 10. I took that as a victory. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I got into Toronto film school, but I said at the the point I was in life, I, I don't really need a diploma. I need a, a graduate degree. So yeah. I didn't accept that. And then I, I felt led to move to Cleveland yeah. and, uh, moving to Cleveland was the best worst thing that could ever happen. Yeah. And, you know, it sounds to me, um, 
Kevin, as I listen to kind of like how you're navigating life, um, that you've got an emotional steadiness that is required to take some of the hits. Like nobody wants to hear that you're number 10. Uh, nobody wants to hear, um, sorry, you, you know, you didn't get in. Uh, nobody mm-hmm. wants to hear you weren't number one on our list, especially, you know, when you, you've had a measure of success without having mm-hmm. to go through the normal processes of, of life, mm-hmm. you know, as we're talking about your, your, your film work and so on and so forth. How important mm-hmm. then is it to have an emotional steadiness, right? We're talking about you as a leader, right? Wow, 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 wow. It is so important, so important. And I think being a principal helps me to develop that Mm -hmm. um, because I couldn't be emotional in the position that everybody needed me to be solid. Mm -hmm. And um, I really love this conversation. I didn't realize how much I would enjoy this conversation. (laughs) I have another story. (laughs) I have another story that speaks to um, disappointment and here it goes. So I was being... I was being, I was the principal of the school and people, I got some calls saying, Hey, we want you to come and uh, interview for this position. Cause we really want you to be at this other school. So that's, you know, I'm stepping up now. Right. Mm-hmm. This job was, this job was in Maryland. Mm-hmm. And uh, the way it was presented to me was Kevin, we want you. And, and, um, and there's, there's nothing that would stand in the way of it. Just, just go through the motions. That's the way it was. So, sorry, let me, let me correct that. So it was a, a, a principal program training for one year, you would get paid and you were being trained to be a top administrator. And so they were only accepting a few people. And so they offered me to come interview and the, basically the way that the, 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 the gentleman was talking to me is like, Hey, we want you to be a part of this. Um, it's, it's a formality. Mm-hmm. So to be honest with you, I had a big head about it. <laughs> I was a pretty, I was a, I was a little bossy with it in my mind. Mm-hmm. And I went, it was a day flight. I felt good about that. They're flying me in, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I'm going to go, I'm going to go do this, uh, this interview and uh, they're flying me back home. Like I'm, I'm on flights, you know, it felt good. Right. Mm-hmm. So I went to the interview. It was a group interview. And, um, I always feel like I do interviews well. Right. So I did the interview, flew back home and I was just waiting to hear when, uh, I would begin the program. And, uh, when I actually heard from the gentleman, I got, uh, I got an email saying, unfortunately, mm-hmm. uh, you were not accepted into the program. And I was beside myself. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. I was beside myself. So I called the gentleman who was recruiting me because he had, yeah, my wife all like trying to talk to her about where we're going to live in Maryland, all this stuff. Like I thought it was a shoe in. Mm -hmm. And so I called him irate (laughs) and I said to him, what happened? I thought that you, you know, whatever, whatever, like what I thought this was like a a formality, like, and he let me talk, he let me talk. And, and and he was a a guy in a good position. Um, and, uh, it's funny. He let me talk. And then, uh, I, when I stopped, he said to me, Hey, Kevin, have you considered Mm -hmm. 
that you may not be as good as you think you are. Mm. Wow. That's what he said. That's what he said to me. Holy cow. Okay. And I, I was definitely in my feelings about it. Mm-hmm. And as we got off the phone, I was upset. Didn't like what he said. Mm-hmm. But as the weeks went by, wow. I started to sit in that comment. Mm-hmm. And I would say that that comment changed me and helped me to realize that I'm not that great from his perspective and that what it, it, I mean, it, and, and I'm saying that in a, in a, a philo, philosophical type, type okay. of way, yeah. I'm not that, I'm not that great. Like there are people who are much better than me. Who am I to think that I should walk into something and get it? No, that's not how things work. Mm-hmm. And so it helped me to give me more perspective on life to handle disappointments better, mm-hmm. to take the nose, as that wasn't for me. <laughs> and I was used to, like, I, I have people, friends that will say, oh, yeah, if I, if I do an interview, I'll get a job. Mm-hmm. I was used to successes, like yeah. getting, getting, you know, winning. Yeah. And when that happened, I was like, whoa, that's, but it really helped me. And then it happened to me again. I interviewed for a principal job in Maryland, mm-hmm. and it was based, and I had, you know, people on the board on the inside Mm -hmm. and they didn't hire me. Mm -hmm. And I was so confused about that, but I didn't take it too hard because Mm -hmm. I was, I was, I was prepared for the, how to, how to position my mind. You're talking about the emotional part to be emotionally strong, to hear a no. Yeah, it was surprising, yeah. but I still did not let it deflate me. And the reality is, years later, mm-hmm. because I wasn't in Maryland, I got a phone call randomly because I started my business, and I got a random call saying, "Hey, do you want to move to Florida? I have an opportunity for you." Oh wow! If I had been in Maryland, I wouldn't have gotten that call. Yeah, and you would have been settled there. Yep. yep. So, Kevin, um, see the Lord has a way of like creating um, a thing so that you have no choice but to say yes. Um, Like we have to wind this conversation down, um, but we're Mm going to have to come back and talk about the entrepreneurship side of things and how being a a father has also um, created um, this kind of ability to change because, I mean, we're both fathers, right? So we, we both understand that raising children, there is no book, uh, there is no passage of scripture maybe even that allows you to understand your child or your children. So we have to talk about right. that because that's what we said we were going to talk about. But this has actually become <laughs> a really good conversation. But here's what I do want to do, though, Kevin, before we end this, uh, this uh, conversation today. I wonder if you could maybe summarize some of what you've said, um, because I really want our listeners to really capture. Uh, and I think this has been a great conversation, but you've said a lot of really good nuggets that I may not be able to consolidate the way that you do. Um, so please take mm-hmm. us out. Um, maybe you can just tell us what your, your feelings are on this conversation around change. Yeah, I, I would admonish people or encourage people who are feeling maybe stagnant 
uh, or are afraid to try something new that, um, you know, you really need to put your foot forward and try it because there is no success without trying to actually be successful. Success doesn't fall into your lap. Mm -hmm. Success is something that you go and get. Mm. And success is so many different things. Like, uh, I'll give you another short example. Yeah, go ahead. Um, um, I, I put out a, a course, an online course on how to make a professional promotional video for business owners. Mm -hmm. And, um, I'm already successful. I haven't sold one yet, mm -hmm. um, but I'm already successful because I did it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I made the course. Yes. It's on my website. Yeah. And when Somebody comes knocking on the door. Yeah. It's there. It's yeah. ready. Yes. yes. I'm, a, I'm already a success. So yeah. for yeah. the person who has all of these ideas in their mind and all these things they need to do, you need to do it. And it's in the doing yeah. where you grow. It's yeah. in the doing that you become successful. Yeah. And, and uh, the last thing I'll say is yeah. don't be afraid of falling, don't be afraid of disappointment, don't be afraid of, you know, hitting an obstacle and maybe not being able to complete it because every step forward that you that you take mm -hmm. is a step towards success. Yeah. yeah. Every step you take. Whether you whether it was a ten step program and you only did three steps, that yeah. means you're three steps closer. Yeah. 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 So, you know, Wow. Um, I would say more, go and do it. Go and do it. Go and do it. Um, I, think the, I think the takeaway, um, and again, it doesn't uh, diminish um, all of the things that you've said and all of the different stories. And I like the fact that you're not just a, a storyteller. You're a teller of stories of yourself. Um, but oh, I, like, sure. I, like the, I like the idea that it's in the going. It's in the doing um, that, that really positions you. Um, you know, so many people forget that it, it's not about um, the resume packing. It's not about being able to prove that you've done a million and one things because you're not really going out there to prove these things to people. Really, this is your life. And if you can just, it sounds to me, Kevin, based on your life sketch, your life story, that if you can just get going, then maybe there mm -hmm. are some doors that close that really force other doors, better doors, uh, to open up for you. Um, I want to say Absolutely. thank you so much um, for joining us, Kevin. Look, we have to do the part two because we've got to talk about the entrepreneurship. And then I, I, I really am looking forward to the bonus conversation around parenting because I think that's also yeah. important because all of that is a part of your overall uh, storytelling. So guess what? We have come to the end of a wonderful podcast today. Thank you, Kevin uh, uh, Cameron of KC uh, Films, right? Productions. I think I got it right. Uh, KC Films and Media. And Media. Thank you. Um, you're going to have to come back. Um, that I know. For sure. Um, but again, thank you to our listeners for tuning in yet again. Uh, my name's Andre Anderson. And look, change is not easy. And there is no one formula for it, but I think Kevin has cracked the code uh, for those of us that are feeling a little bit discouraged and maybe not certain of what is to come. 
Um, he is living proof that what is to come may happen with two steps forward and several back, but it positions you for a greater thing. Until next time, my name is Andre Anderson. I'm both host and founder of BSTL. And if you'd like to have me come out and speak a little bit more about these topics or more, uh, remember it's bstlinc21 at gmail.com. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and share because I believe that this conversation is going to help somebody who's on the journey of leadership. Take care. Until next time. Bye for now.